The following is a Joel Mahalik production. On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. She asked him to leave because he wouldn't listen to the Joel Mahalik show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode, Stop It, of the Joel Mahalo Show, featuring the lovely Sharon. I'll tell I'm going to have fun with this. I'll tell you in a second why I'm laughing. Anyway, welcome to the podcast. Welcome back. Uh, this is um, this is a downloadable podcast, and you should, you should subscribe. You should subscribe to the podcast and do so, yes, by going to the website at www.jmtalk.net. And subscribe on every major podcast venue there is. And if there isn't, we'll find out. And when we do, let me tell you. Wow. <laughs> anyway, locate us on social media, TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk, and Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. There's somebody at the front door. Uh-oh. <laughs> so the, what's funny about what just happened was, is we're we've been in the new studio for a while, you know, yes. a couple episodes, yep, but yep. new new studio because we got rid of the table that we used as my desk, and we got an actual functional desk that works for my desk and my studio, the right. studio. Yes, and so for the first time in for in ever, not forever, the first time in ever, we're actually as broadcasters should be face facing one face. another across the booth. I know. However, this gives me. Uh, I shot to the computer. Which I don't. I have to turn a little bit to see the yes. computer. So I can make all kinds of <gasps> so she was, faces. That's what she was doing because we just got done finding out that my microphone was way too hot. So we adjusted it. It looked good. And then I'm facing you and yep. bringing the show up here to speed. And then there you are making your faces like I'm still too hot. on. I mean, I know I'm too hot. That's not even the question. But too hot on the screen. <laughs> so... That's what happened. But yes, yeah, so we'll post some pictures of the new desk. It's very functional. It works for my gaming and for my work. And then, of course, we now have the uh, studio effect. What's the matter now? Nothing. You don't know where to put your legs? No. I'm, I got somewhere. Oh, okay. Oh, you put them, you put them over the, yeah. the, the rail. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's what's going on. Um, uh, it's actually rather exciting. It is. It really is. It is. It's it's like a whole new view yeah. <laughs> that we've never had because we have room with a view. Yeah, we would have to. I would have to turn away to look at you because you would be not able to sit at the desk. Right. You know. Uh, so we, we have that. We took some. I took some pictures today before we started podcasting. So they'll go up this week on the Facebook page and Instagram. So you can see what the new desk looks like. Like, uh, like, why am I it's so not, excited about it? I, I don't mean, know. It's it's not anything. It's not like elaborate. Fantastic. Yeah. It's not elaborate. But it's not it's, like a marble or granite top. No, right. Broadcasting it's, booth. It's just it, a it's plain Jane desk in the basement of our house. Right. <laughs> so, the, so that's that's where all the miracles happen here on the. And podcast. our house has a basement now. Yes. Yes. That's a townhouse. Loving. We don't. I don't like. I don't consider it a basement because it's finished, completely finished. Right. So um, it's just it's a townhome. 
But a lot of townhomes have the unfinished basement, and guess what? It is just concrete and concrete. Yeah. And ours is all finished. Completely. Yep. Finished. So, anyway, uh, so what's new? What's going on? So, this week we had our first dose of our COVID shot. Yes, we got it yesterday, actually. Yeah, now, for the record, we got Moderna. 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 <laughs> also, for the record, it was a state-sponsored event, uh, and it was very well organized by Del Dot as far as traffic. Yes. And it was very well organized by the National Guard as far as, you know, getting the... Uh, the processing yeah. part done, getting you yeah. through the paperwork process. I was everything. amazed. Yeah, and I had heard. I a, thought that we were going to be in line forever because there are other types of events. Because you can sign up three different ways: there's right. pharmacies, doctors' offices, medical facilities, and then you have right. state-sponsored events. Yep. Now we got on a waiting list, and we were fortunate enough to get a state-sponsored event because that's where I heard the most organization lies, and yeah. therefore the process goes much faster. And it did. Right. It, it did. did. And uh, so first shot. I know. I realize first shot is really not supposed to be that big of a deal. Um, some people do have some effects, some side effects to it, but we we haven't. We had our arms were a little sore yesterday, but that's fading. And then I got this tick it's new <laughs> i knew you were gonna do that <laughs> now it, it would only be funny if you, if could, you could see me yeah well i can turn I the video doing. on no you cannot <laughs> no you cannot <laughs> so uh yeah so this series and i was thinking the same thing yesterday i was thinking about making a video for the social media that was sparking fun at it but um so I was thinking the same thing too, in in such a way, but like this this morning, I saw a lot of stuff on social media, which obviously is anti-vaccine stuff. There's a lot yeah. of that to go around. Yeah, yeah right. and I actually looked at one person's video, and this is funny because they were apparently they made a video about the negativity and the deaths from the vaccine, and Always then somebody the somebody challenged this person about their facts. So this person presented some pictures behind her while she was talking and oh, it was from the CDC and this and that. And, you know, so as an experiment, I, I was on the CDC website looking for what she was showing. Right. So I just want to remind people, uh, Photoshop is real. <laughs> <laughs> Photoshop is very real. It's not just right. for painting abs on your fat ass. It's very real and you can be used for a lot of other things. Right. I could not find any of these charts that she had, you know, screenshots air quotes right from the cdc website so when it comes to social media take it with a grain of salt and i know sometimes listening to the actual people behind the scenes like dr fauci you want to stick pins and needles in your eyeballs because they don't really explain things in a way that they might be talking science and to you it sounds like you know a whole lot of crap right um but i have to believe i have to believe in my heart of hearts i have to believe that if there's danger to this and the levels that social media oh, social shit. media tells you there would be outrage in the government it's not like there's not there's a lot of outrage right. about information the like the outrage i see in the government is basically the right side arguing with the left side as as to you're telling people they get their second shot they still have to wear masks they still have to social distance they still have to not right. see your friends and family and so the big argument, the only really the only argument I see is questioning that. Why would that be a case? If I'm vaccinated, why do I have to still follow all the, you know, but so. There, I, I also read that you don't have to 
follow the guidelines where you have to wear a mask and social distance and no they but they do still recommend that they right. do okay but i'm telling you i saw on what on the computer <laughs> that you don't have to do that anymore okay and i saw it was on the internet on the internet so okay. it is true <laughs> what i'm saying is i'm watching the the congressional hearings they're beating up on faulty about what i just said and that's yeah. that's from c-span so but that's the big argument well, because c-spans yeah well and that's the big argument the big argument there is that you're you know it, and it's like any other like when we get vaccinated for the flu we're allowed to go out yeah but there's no flu yeah. anymore but there's you no know common what? cold anymore you know what um you just made me forget what i was gonna say because i touched your hand yes <laughs> yes it's my power. Season crackers. It's my superpower. It is. Yeah. <laughs> well, I really had something. Oh, it's it's all in the eye of the beholder, really. Yeah. I mean, every single person on this earth has their own school of thought. Right. You know, so... Your school of thought may not be the same as mine, right? But that doesn't make yours right and mine wrong. That's right. That is absolutely right, and that's that's one of the problems these days, right? Is that there's too many people that believe they're right and you're wrong, and your opinion doesn't matter to me right. because it's all about what I'm saying, and that is a exactly. huge problem. And that's a huge problem when it comes to this information going around, right? And you hit the nail right on the head. Just because you watch these videos on social media, you right. have to do for you it's great that there's all these people that are angry and are not going to take the vaccine because they think their immune system will solve the problem and it might and but it, it, they may just have that superhuman right immune system and they may not have underlying conditions exactly you know but you and i don't have that luxury right we do have some underlying conditions exactly so that might make this super cold fatal to us yeah that's all right and if they're putting it, and, and here's the other thing. <laughs> this is complete conspiracy theory, but I'm going there because we do this on the show. Okay. If they are putting a chip in our skin, what's the difference? What's the difference? Right. I can't have a conversation in my house with you with that our phone is not listening to and right. selling me shit every time I go back to the exactly. internet. So what is the difference if you put a tracker exactly. in me or not? You know everything I'm doing because, and that's not a conspiracy theory. Right. You don't talk to someone in person about shoelaces and five minutes later those shoelaces are all over your Facebook feed. Exactly. It does not happen that way. Right. Okay, so I will sit here every day and tell you that that is happening. Yep. That is real. I don't think they're putting trackers in us. Yes, I joke about it. Yes, I said to you yesterday. Yeah. I think, I think he snapped the needle off in my arm. Right, yeah. <laughs> That's the tracker piece. Click. <laughs> <laughs> and it's probably not true, but I'm going to say it is because I can, and that's what we do. Right. But um, but the one person's video I saw, they said, uh, do your own research. That's a key point. No matter whether you believe her or not, that is the key point. Do your own research. Absolutely. And like you said, you have to do for you. Yes. You know, we, we want... You, you, look, you and I as a husband and wife team, we discuss things. Mm -hmm. We base our decision on how you and I feel as a collective. Right. And as individuals. You know what I mean? So um, we decided, it, you know, to get it together at the same time 
However, I think if I felt like I didn't want to get the shot and you did, that, you know, that you would be able to get the shot and I'd be okay. And you would be okay with me not getting it. Right. Because that's my choice. Right. You know? So, but... Now, you were on the fence for a while about it. I really was. And I think I was on the fence until the needle went in. I'll oh, really? be honest. Yeah, kind of. Um, kind of, yeah. I, ha- I made my decision um, based on the discussions that you and I had. Now, if you and I hadn't had discussions, period, and you were like, you're getting a shot, then you know me. I'd, I'd be like, hell no. Well, you might hate my guts as a second shot because the second shot is apparently where, you know, and, and things go really south for a couple of days. I've really? seen that. I've seen that with coworkers, and we've actually, our daughter in uh, Chicago mm-hmm. just got her second shot, so she went through two days of living hell. Right. Um, so from that so so i might grab a crucial part of your anatomy maybe and say we ain't gonna hoit each <laughs> other are we <laughs> so that's <clears throat> but anyway yes we got the shot yeah we did yes we did and we have our passport so yep and when you get to the point where they make us show the passports to leave our house and go anywhere we'll, <laughs> ha- we'll have them exactly well no they're up what do you they mean? expired. No, our the, what they gave us yesterday. Oh, they're considered passports too. I think so, and I've heard that they're gonna that 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 part of the process. Because you know we talked about this yesterday, right? Or yeah. yesterday where we talked about look what they've gotten us to do. When you look at the way things have become in the last year, right? They told us to wear masks. Everyone's wearing masks, except people that don't want to. But the people that don't want to, that's fine. It is their choice, right? Yeah. But you're not getting into a lot of places because places are going with these mandates. Yeah. But it's it's conforming, right? So mm-hmm. we're wearing masks. Don't go anywhere. We're not going anywhere. Businesses, you got to shut down. Businesses shut down. Unfortunately, a lot of them went under, and I think that's unfair. Yes, um, I be- agree. Because they didn't make the big stores shut down. Just the little ones. Yeah, the little mom and pops right. that couldn't afford to... To withstand. Um, withstand, yeah. And not that the big box stores had to. They didn't have to withstand anything. They right. weren't modified in any way. Right. But this is all conformity. We've done it. We've done it. We talked about this the other day. Look at all yeah. these. And here we are. Yesterday, we were like, now we're in line. We're getting a shot. Why? Because yeah. we were told we had to get the shot. And, you know, we decided to because maybe it's in our best interest. Right. Um, so, at what point do they go, okay, that card we gave you that has your shot information on it, now you have to carry it with you at all times if you want to get places. I just think it's a, it's a logical thought. It's not. I'm not trying to say I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'm saying it's a logical thought. Why do we have that card that says we've been vaccinated? That's true. I don't have a card every yeah. year that says I got the flu shot. I don't have a card that says yeah. I, I got my shingles two shots. I got my two shots for shingles. I have no card. I don't have any card huh. that says I got the pneumonia shot. True, true. You know? But if Rite Aid goes did under... Did you ever have the chicken pox? I think so, yeah. I remember my dad making me lime jello with pineapple in it. Homemade. When I was sick with the chicken pox. Okay. You're a weirdo. I was just messing around. <laughs> I wasn't. He really did. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, that looks yummy. May I? 
I guess. Jeez. Ah. I brought the drink down for me. Where's your drink? You don't go anywhere without a drink. How are you down here without a drink? You always have your big water container. <laughs> Give me Sorry. that. Give me that. I was thirsty. I'll have the last half a sip later on <laughs> <clears throat> to wet my whistle. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, I'm, I mean, I am curious about the card. That's all. Right. And there's a QR code on there to scan for our next appointment. And then what? They put a new QR code on there to be scanned yeah. by the National Guard when you're trying to go into Walmart to buy some Wally World stuff. <laughs> okay. Somehow. <laughs> I will say that I do want to say this. We, and I know we talked about this before. Is you know the people who think COVID's fake, and it's not because we know people who were affected. We have a we have a relative, my brother-in-law, who nearly died, eighty-nine days in ICU. Yeah. Um, on an ECMO incubator, which is not fun. No. Underlying condition, asthma. Right. So, uh, and he followed all the protocols. Mm-hmm. So, you know, okay, most people that get it, our oldest daughter had it, loss of taste, loss of smell, headache, right. some chills, a week yep. or so of hell, you don't get your taste back for several weeks. Okay, that's the mild symptoms. Right. Okay, but there are, but people get really serious issues. And I won't sit here and say that COVID has caused as many deaths as it has. I think the underlying conditions in mo- most cases did it. And the COVID just didn't help. Right. So, what, uh, uh, do you have a date? I do. Uh. <laughs> so, um, anyway, <clears throat> we have uh, come up. We have a one by the week we're going to talk about when we come back. And some other selected things from social media and the internet that we found. Good. Uh, and I'll have to keep doing this and this. And my, I already said before the podcast, my neck hurts. My yes. neck hurts. Why don't you sit here and I sit there? Because <laughs> this is the command chair. Well, all right then. See, it's like my Captain Kirk command chair. Your tentana chair. That too. That too. So anyway. Are you wearing your tentanas? I'm wearing my underoos. Yeah. Does, that, does that work? Your tentanas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're going to dent and out of here for a short break. Awesome. Um, I apparently need to fill up my glass. No, you don't. And you need to get a can of water or a can of... Um, can of well, water? Well, because your, your water cup is metal, so... <laughs> a can I just, of I, water. I just, at that moment, associated with it, associated it with a can. you just said that, it made me think of this, um, it's a can of evaporated water. Oh, yeah. Remember that? that? Yeah. Yeah. The, it, I want to get it. I want to <laughs> give it to Renee. <laughs> What's funny about that is she will buy into it. She will. Okay, so a lot more coming up uh, as the podcast rolls on. And we'll tell you what else we did uh, after the shot yesterday, which was exciting. Wow, I really did touch your skin and make you forget. (laughs) All right, folks, we're coming right back after this. Don't go anywhere. Okay. This is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON, The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojanate called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and run the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue. And you know what? My wallet likes them too. 
Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. It's the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Let me touch you. Touch me. <laughs> so, uh, it snowed this week. I know. Flurries in our area. Okay, I get that. But inches in some other areas. Right? It's April. Does the Mother Nature know this? In fact, it's near the end of April. Right. But here's the thing. Do you remember what my motto has always been? Mm. This is bothering me. There's a fuzzy on top of your mic. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what my motto has always been? I don't trust the weather until May. Yeah. And let me tell you, I'll tell you why. Uh, I don't trust the weather until May because, and and for a long time, because when my family used to do Civil War reenacting and live in history, and the organization that we ran with was the Blue and the Gray Association out of Thurmont, Maryland. And uh, our headquarters was, I don't know what it might be called today, but it was the Thurmont Rod and Gun Club. It was a men's sportsman, sports club. So anyway, we would have, every October, we'd close out the season and the year by having the big general meeting. Mm. And then in April, we'd have a big weekend event to open the season and some skirmishes and some turkey shoots, they called them. We didn't shoot turkeys. We shot gallons of swinging water and things like that. All kinds of fun. But... (laughs) I remember the one year in April, it snowed like the Dickens during the skirmishes on Sunday. Wow. And uh, that was way back when is when I realized that the weather has a mind of its own. And I don't really trust, I trust what the weather reports are saying for the most part for the first 24 to 48 hours. I don't trust Mother Nature to guarantee me nice weather. Yeah, to abide by the seasons. No, to abide by the seasons until somewhere in May. Okay. And when we discussed the pool opening, yes, we discussed April, and I said I'd rather wait till the end of May. Now we we mutually ended up agreeing on the middle of May. I just didn't want to open it too early before the season season because one, it would be there and not be able to be used because it would be like seasonally too cold. Two, we would be paying for the filtration and the electric and everything to run that. So it snowed the other day. Yeah. And uh, so what I want, the reason I was mentioning that was not to tell you about my theory about weather, but I was out and about. Oot in a boot. Oot in a boot. And when I'm oot in a boot like that, I have my AirPods in, so I have hands-free communication with my phone. And uh, so I'm in the store, and I we've been together a long time. Yeah. And I know your reactions. I could picture, if you tell me I was talking to so-and-so and I said this, I can picture exactly how you're saying it. So if you were to, if you were to call me up and say to me, it's effing snowing. I know that you're like mad about it. It's effing snowing. Right. But you texted me and I had my AirPods in. So if you don't know this, when you have your AirPods in and you get a text, Siri will read you the text. And uh, nothing will put a smile on your face more 
than hearing, in my case, hearing my wife, hearing Siri dictate and not skimp on that word. Wow. But <laughs> for her, it was like, it's effing snowing. Like, really nicely. And I know in my head, that's right. not how you're going to say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, I don't know what I was amazed at more. That or the fact that Siri said it. Right. You know, like, if you were to, if you were to say that to Siri... She won't say it. She won't say it. Right. She'll, she'll tell you you're rude or she'll have some sort of yeah. backlash for you. Right. But apparently, that algorithm is not in, in effect when she's reading the texts Oh, to don't, you. don't uh, go changing that algorithm, <laughs> Apple. If they could just get the algorithm of your anger about it snowing. <laughs> because that definitely wasn't it. Yeah. But anyway, so I thought that was funny. I, That's I, I, funny. I wanted to mention that on the show. It was really funny to hear Siri dictate that. <laughs> you can't make her dictate that. Right. Or maybe you can because, you know, you've seen these videos where people like are asking Siri for directions and she's all... There's, yeah, but I don't believe half of those. I don't. I don't believe she's saying that, when I'm, uh, but I believe there might be a way to get her to repeat what you say and that way you can put all these pieces together in post-production to make a script out of it. Okay. You know I what I mean? That... Uh, okay, but... All right. All right. Yes. So. So it was effing snowing. It was effing snowing. Yesterday. The other day. Friday. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> day. I don't think it was Friday. Friday was actually nice out. I think it was Thursday. It was Thursday because I had to return my monitor. Mm. And that's what I was doing. So anyway, uh, let's talk about a Florida family indicted for selling toxic bleach as fake miracle cure for COVID-19 and other serious diseases. And additionally, violating court orders. Yes. Yes, believe it or not. So, uh, and this is from the Federal Justice Department files. A grand jury, federal grand jury in Miami has returned an indictment charge charging a Florida man, Mark Grennan, age 62, and his three sons, Jonathan, Jordan, and Joseph, with fraudulently marketing and selling Miracle Mineral Solution. A toxic industrial bleach as a cure for COVID-19, cancer, Alzheimer's, diabetes, autism, malaria, hepatitis, Parkinson's, herpes, HIV, AIDS, and other serious medical conditions, and they're defying court orders. You know what this reminds me of? The old days, those professors that would travel around selling their snake oil. Yeah. All the different concoctions that would cure this, cure right. that. yeah. Probably none of it true, but right. but it was a living for them. They were they were uh showmen. They weren't they were salesmen, they were and they were showmen, they were actors. Right. I printed this out so I could sit here face to face with you. <laughs> <laughs> so according to the uh, the document, uh, the Grenins all of Bradenton, Florida. Oh my god, that's what? where my cousins live. Right. Uh, manufactured, promoted, and sold a product they named Miracle Mineral Solution (MMS), and it's, it contains sodium chloride and water, which is which, when ingested orally, became chlorine chlorine dioxide, a powerful bleach typically used for industrial water treatment or bleaching textiles, pulp, and paper. Wow. Okay. So, but this, but bleach does kill these germs. Not when ingested. Oh no. Okay, uh, you're right. The Grenins claim that ingesting <laughs> MMS could treat, prevent, and cure COVID-19. Well, of course, if you die from ingesting it, then obviously it's treated and cured, right? 
Uh, the FDA, however, had not approved MMS for treatment of COVID-19 or for any other use. Rather, in prior official warning statements, the FDA had strongly urged consumers not to purchase or use MMS for any reason, explaining that drinking MMS was the same as drinking bleach and could cause dangerous side effects, including severe vomit and diarrhea and life-threatening low blood pressure. Uh, the indictment further alleges that before marketing MMS as a cure for COVID-19, the Grenins marketed MMS as a miracle cure for all, for dozens of other serious diseases and disorders, even though the FDA had not approved MMS for any of these uses. They sold tens of thousands of bottles nationwide. What? Yeah. Can you imagine? That's, uh, what's that word? Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, the indictment also charges them with criminal contempt. The United States previously filed a civil case against the defendants and Genesis 2 Church of Health and Healing. <laughs> oh, my. In that civil case, the United States obtained court orders halting the Grenins' distribution of MMS. According to charging documents, the Grenins willfully violated those court orders and continued to distribute the MMS. So could you imagine they sold tens of thousands of bottles nationwide? Right. So um, it's uh, uh, hyenas, hyenas crime <laughs> that they did this. But how I, I, almost I have to think how stupid are other people, tens of thousands of people that bought it with, with the intent of ingesting it, it. To, to cure these things. Wow. That's what I don't understand. Right? I mean, first of all, I'm not going to ingest anything that could potentially kill me. Right. I mean, that's that's a given. Hmm. Wow. Some people are just, what's that word, morons. And that's not even a one bad of the week. What? No, this is the Wombat of the Week. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Well, so what is the Wombat Okay, of, so we do have the of Wombat the week. of the Week, and you can get involved with Wombat of the Week if you'd like by sending us news articles, verifiable news articles of stupid people doing stupid things, and obviously, if you're sending me a link to an article, they got in the news doing it. And you can send that to us on a private message if you want through Facebook at JM Talk. You can also email it to us at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. Dot com! I want to touch again? There we go. We'll I want to touch again. <laughs> I love Every touching. time I touch you, though, you'll forget things. I know. <laughs> what? See? Okay, so this here's our wombat for this week. A, a D.C. pastor used PPP loan to buy Tesla, Baltimore property, and more, according to a U.S. attorney. Yes, the PPP loans, of course, as you know, uh, are yes. what was given to small businesses right. and, and businesses to pay their employees right. so they didn't have to furlough or lay people off during the pandemic. Right. Exactly. So a D.C. pastor, let's see, what is his name? Do they have his names? Rudolph Brooks Jr. of Cheltenham, Maryland, known as the pastor at Kingdom Tabernacle of Restoration Ministries. Hallelujah. Uh, he faces a federal charge for wire fraud. Federal authorities have also seized $2.2 million from his various bank accounts, along with a 2018 model, Tesla Model 3. Now, um, the federal government enacted the coronavirus. Well, I, we already know that. We know what the yeah. CARES Act is. We know what the PPP yes, yes. is created so employees can pay. Yeah. 
Yep. According to an affidavit, Brooks didn't use the money he obtained for those things. Rather, he used the fraudulently obtained $1.5 million to pay for various things, including credit card bills, purchases at restaurants, retail stores, grocery stores, and automotive auctioneers. Oh, by the way, also mortgage payments for the Brooks residence. Oh, my God. Uh, the U.S. Attorney's Office said Brooks filed fraudulent tax returns to get the $1.5 million, citing his car dealership as a reason for the PPP. Federal authorities said, in actuality, the cost of payroll at Cars Direct was more than was more than six hundred thousand, with ten employees. Uh, Brooks then transferred the money between bank accounts and made the purchases. According to the affidavit, affidavit he bought thirty nine cars, including a twenty seventeen Mercedes Benz S Class, two two thousand seventeen Infiniti Q fifties. A 2015 Cadillac Escalade, a 2005 Bentley Continental, a 2018 Tesla Model 3, and a 2014 GMC Yukon XL. Why do we buy any Dodge? No Rams? Wait. How much money did he get? Over $2 million. Jeez Louise. By filing a fraudulent tax return claiming he needed for the business. I did hear hear that, but you would think that all these cars... All 39 of them, correct? Right. Would be more than $2 million. Well, I mean, to put down payments on them. I mean, well, if you know you're going to jail right. soon, who cares about the payments, right? <laughs> 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 you know, he also uh, used a defunct company to buy property in Baltimore for $148,500. Furthermore, the affidavit said that Brooks also applied for economic injury disaster loans, citing his car dealership in Kingdom Tabernacle, Tabernacle of Restoration Ministries. Uh, he submitted the disaster loan application to the SBA to the SBA for the Kingdom Tabernacle and Restoration Ministries, and he listed himself as 100% owner of the Kingdom Tabernacle. Wow! And the person of primary contact. So he was arrested. So, uh, you know, we first of all, there's been a lot of people who have defrauded these PPP loans. You know what I mean? There have been a lot of of cases, small to large. This is obviously a larger case. Yeah. And a pastor, no less. Um, what are you teaching your flock? What are you teaching your people? Well, that you can get $2 million by fraudulently submitting these... Uh, Loan applications. Yeah, you're teaching your people that they should that, that they can cheat the system. Yeah. They should cheat the system, you know, because these ministries, people buy into them wholeheartedly. They do, and that's true of any church. Yeah, when people no, de- I when, get when that. people dedicate themselves to any church, I any religion, they they are in it to win it, and so you have a lot of people's direct attention. Yeah. One hundred and ten percent direct attention, and, and this is that. this I is what they all why. are finding out when they see this news story. Right, and I get why because everybody's looking for, you know, their their higher powers, you know, uh, whatever. Right. So uh, this is really disgusting that you know, yeah, a pastor uses, um. His business and and <laughs> he has a six hundred thousand dollar payroll, six hundred thousand dollar a year payroll. Wow! For ten employees, what are you paying these employees? Right. Because if it's a car $600, dealership, six hundred thousand dollars apparently. I should have done the math, but 
usually sales jobs are low salary because you get commission. If this is an auto dealership, you know. <laughs> wow. So, but anyway. I'm just scratching my head. So, Literally. for whatever reason, Pastor Brooks, you are the wombat of the week. Why do they buy any Dodges? No Ram. There's no Rams. There's no um, Durangos. This is crazy, right? I mean, if you're gonna fraudulently use money fraudulently to buy cars. Why is it always Benzes and Bentleys and Cadillacs that they that they get? You know, always high price stuff. I don't get it. <laughs> you don't. I mean, if I were to buy a new Ram, it would be pretty pricey these days. Don't get me wrong. I know that. And, you know, twenty about $26,000. Not that I priced it or anything. <laughs> Are you sure? With all the features. That was... Uh, with all the bells and whistles. That <laughs> and, was pretty... Uh, and two-tone. <laughs> specific here. King cap, four doors. That's all. What? <laughs> all right. So anyway. So that's the one by the week. Make sure you get your stories in. JoelMahalikRadio at gmail.com or send it to us across the social media platform. Uh, real quick, you know, um, summer's coming, and there's no better way for us to know that than the fact that we opened the campsite yesterday. I know. So that's exciting. Very exciting. Uh, that means that uh, we can start uh, escaping, um, you know, to go have fun. Yeah. And as I said, hopefully, we've had this a couple of years. We've done so much work down there that it really is time to cash in on yeah, it. Yeah, it is. And not go down it there is. and have to work all the time. And yep. it's not just us. You go down there, folks, and everybody with their RVs are constantly yeah. doing stuff. I mean, I get it. But at the same time, like, right. you got to swing on a swing. <laughs> Which is right across the, per- the yeah. street. <laughs> yeah. And maybe I will. I'll take my old ass over there and get right? on a swing. Me too. <laughs> So, uh, and that means that I'm going to be traveling, and that okay. means I don't want your dumbass wombat ass on the road. I know. Causing problems, causing right? accidents. If you have no intention of paying attention to what you're doing in that vehicle, then please don't get on the road with it, because we don't want to yeah, deal with exactly. your. We don't want to deal with your shenanigans this year. Exactly. There will be no shenanigans on the road. <laughs> There'll be no shenanigans. No gotten. shenanigans. Yeah, uh, wasn't too bad yesterday because we went down and back on a Saturday, but you right, know, uh, we and did. We went down early in the morning, and we did notice that there were a lot of kids. So apparently, yeah. with the fact the kids aren't allowed to go to school because of COVID, right? Um, that means that they're they're yep. when we you know the first couple of years we knew that we could go down throughout the month of May, yeah, first week of June. Right. On those weekends, and it would be quiet, and it's not like that anymore the last no. year and a half. Yeah, exactly. There is, there is no what we used to call quiet time, <laughs> you know? No, So there is not. But anyway, any whoosie, what do you get to that part of the show where it's time to say goodbye to Sharon? So say goodbye, Sharon. Goodbye, Sharon. Did you have fun? I had a blast. <laughs> I really did. I had fun. So, um, when I come back, I'm really not sure. I'm organizing when I come back. So, we'll take this quick break, and I'll put all my paperwork in order, and I'll be back for the third stretch. And don't go anywhere. Don't. I just said don't go anywhere. 
Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back <laughs> after this. America, your children have an amazing superpower. That's right. They can help save lives by simply washing their hands. Just 20 seconds of thorough hand washing after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside can help fight against the dastardly spread of germs. Armed with only soap and water and hands, your superhero can protect you, your family, and everyone out there in America land. Amazing. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Council. Listen on the web, your phone, or your neighbor's internet connection. That wasn't very nice. This is Reality One. Welcome back to the program, ladies and gentlemen. The Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon, and the lovely Sharon has uh, departed the show. And that leaves you and me for part three. See, I'm a poet and didn't even know it. But no, thanks for sticking around and hanging in. Um, I wasn't sure what I wanted to discuss in my time alone with you, but I did want to update you last week on the podcast. I did talk to you about my Verizon Fios woes. And they did not get any better. We did make an investment in some different equipment uh, following some what I consider to be trusted advice from people who were having similar issues and doing the things that I was contemplating doing and did attempt to do. And as it turned out, it did not pan out the way I wanted. So... uh, I put in a, I was going to do a separate router, keep the original Verizon router to handle the traffic for the televisions, and then use this new router to take care of the Ethernet feed. It went south. Uh, actually, it actually handicapped the entire system, which is really weird. I followed the instructions of uh, multiple people who posted their success stories. Multiple. I didn't just look at one story and go, oh, hell, I'm going and I'm going to do this. Multiple people with their success stories. And it did not work. It crippled the whole system. So the funny thing about that is, and you know, the core, re- the core problem is, is that the internet is so far out in the garage. So when that all failed, I took that apart. I said, you know what? I'm going to put a switch 30 feet closer and I'll send the router to a switch and then I would uh, the first thing I did is I tried to extend the router use the router as an access point this is a really good router and that didn't work and so then I took a switch and I put my access points in them and they were unstable it's really weird it's almost like the the that it's almost like the Verizon router just doesn't want to work with anything. Which makes no sense. If I use it as a router, who really cares what I'm routing and how I'm doing it? I've been doing this for decades. I know how this works. So there's really something to be said about the uh, lack of control Verizon gives you in how best to do your network. The funny thing about this is, so we reversed everything that we did, put it all back to normal, 
And it's been behaving pretty well for the last couple of days. So we'll see how that goes. So that's the update on the Verizon thing. And obviously, uh, I mean, we're, we're doing this because, I mean, not just for doing some new improved things with the podcast, which we're working on, but, you know, not for nothing, but this is the gaming room down here. <laughs> I need to be able to game at higher speeds than crap Wi-Fi because of distance issues. Plus, the other thing, too, is all of our smart devices just keep falling off. You know, there's no reliability for them either, and that's important, especially with, like, the security products. So, and people ask me, why wouldn't you put a smart lock on your house? I would never put a smart lock on my house. Smart lights, smart outlets, okay. Never smart locks. So, that's that. Um, Okay, so there's another story that I wanted to uh, cover. And you'll excuse my voice a little bit because uh, I am getting over a cold. And... Of course, we got our COVID shots, and I'm not saying that's contributing. There's more to it than there's more to it about the lagging head cold. You know how it is. You get a head cold, and it just won't give up. So that's what I'm dealing with. Anyway, so you know, something came out like a year, year and a half ago. I did. I really, I, I did not want to discuss it on the show, so I dismissed it. And it had to do, or maybe we did talk about it on the show. It had to do with using insects for uh, as the future for for protein for meat. And it's and, and it also said that like, it's already being done in some locations. And now, look, I know in some countries they eat insects. I know that, like for example, these nasty stink bugs we have are a delicatessen to throw them into a hot cast iron pan in Asia and toast them. As a snack. Insert the green face right here. (laughs) But, um, so now they're testing something else. The University of uh, Gulf, I guess. G-U-E-L-P-H. I don't don't know. They are, um, they're testing lab-grown meat. Cellular meat industry. Quickly gaining traction around the world. Uh, with market research. So, uh, sort of like, yuck, right? (laughs) We're hesitant about anything because that's our nature, especially here in America. Maybe that's it. I just said to you that other countries eat eat bugs, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, with purpose, not by accident. They are actually doing it out of want. And so in America, we can't comprehend a lot of these things. You know, in America, we can't comprehend trapping a monkey, busting his head open while he's still alive and eating his brains. So that's why this might sound disgusting to us. But when you look at what it really is, the explanation goes like this. What happens is... That stem cells are taken from the animal and are then grown in a cultural medium. Uh, They're basically stem cells from an animal that can be grown in a fermentation vessel, which then ferments and creates meat. So effectively, 
The product of that process is meat that is identical to meat that would come from an animal. Now that does make sense. It does make sense. And I think the biggest part that they're looking at is a substitution for like ground meat. Because as they've stated, you can't you can't use stem cell research to recreate a steak with a, a T-bone steak with a bone in it. And uh, they said maybe after a lot more research, but not right now. So it does beg to differ. Will st- if stem right, so if we look at it that way, right? If we think about it this way, if stem cell meat is the same meat from an animal, if they've taken stem cells from a cow and produced ground beef in a lab, and they're saying that because it's a cow's stem cells, then it is cow's meat that it produces. Will it be no fat? Like, that's not, it, that shouldn't be the first question we ask, but it certainly is a question that I want to know. But this is what they're looking at as a future to what could possibly become a crisis in this world. I don't see this, I don't see it happening maybe in a lot of our lifetimes. Because one of the byproducts of this is that if the world gets to the point where they have to grow meat in labs, it becomes an issue for the meat industry such as beef, chicken, and pork because farms and land won't be necessary. And I think we're seeing a little bit of that now with some farms, a lot of farmland being uh, purchased up by uh, billionaires and it makes you wonder why it makes you wonder why when you read something like this because that would affect it if they could take uh, if they could take stem cells from one animal you know and uh make i don't even know what the what the factor what the factor would be on that by taking stem cells from one animal how much meat you can make i don't know what that expansive factor would be but if it's so exponential then yes you then you know, we end up saying we don't need a sector of society that we have always needed and depended on from the time the pilgrims landed here they were farming we need farms and farmers and now you know and i know people in the meat industry I do. If I, in fact, if I'd have gotten this story a couple of days earlier, I could have talked to one of them and gotten their opinion on it. Like I said, I don't see this happening in any real, realistic time frame, um, especially since it's only been about somewhere between ten and fifteen years that this has been uh, uh, being researched. And they said the future of it could be that they could make um, fish. They could start doing lab-grown fish as well. Um. So, but the but this kind of technology, you know, they they, they could use this ground meat, okay? Because like I said it's ground meat. You're not going to get boned meat out of this. But if you're a company that makes meat products such as pepperoni, hamburgers, bacon, 
hot dogs. I mean, you know, you, you could use this new techni- technology to cultivate their own products. Why rely on farms? And that's just not good news. I mean, call me old-fashioned, but, you know, that's <laughs> another one of those things with technology where you're pushing technology too far too fast. Do we really need that? Do we really need that? And I don't know if we do. In fact, in 2013, uh, Mark Post, who's a Dutch stem cell researcher, he presented a hamburger he made in the lab from bovine stem cells. And that was the first synthetic meat product, and it was estimated to cost $375,000. And it was introduced as the first lab-grown meat to the world. It's a lot of money. I'm sorry, but I don't know about anybody else, but... I don't make enough money to buy a $400,000 hamburger. Uh, why it costs that much? That's probably all the cost of all his research and everything. Well, we got to this point. We made one hamburger, and it cost us this much money along the way. That could be it. But what makes this story seem realistic is the fact that we have fake food now out there, you know, like the Impossible Whopper. You know what I mean? Uh, which which has a chemical to make sure it bleeds when it cooks. <laughs> and so it, it these things are happening, you know. Uh, plant already we already we already see plant based meat, and I haven't had one. And I'm telling you, I I I don't think I could ever have one. I just I don't understand this whole plant-based I, I i mean i listen i'm not here to judge i know people who don't want to eat meat i get it you know what i mean um i've seen what i think would be better alternatives than having plant-based hamburgers you could uh get the big portobello mushrooms and use that uh in, in a similar fashion but you know a- anyway I, I see this as, as quite possibly being a reality because we're already using alternatives for meat products. You know, um, turkey burgers, plant-based burgers, things like that. And uh, turkey sausages. Plant-based sausage. How would you like a plant-based sausage for your breakfast sandwich? No, thank you. If my choice was that or nothing, then I, it would just be egg and cheese. So... It, this could be a reality. Something to watch for, anyway. But I guess when you compare this to eating insects, or, as I said, the other research about using insects for your protein, you know, it'll be a long time before you see me at the drive-thru also ordering a bug burger. It's just not going to happen. There's no way. So... That is that. That closes the book on that one. There's no way. There's no way you're going to get me to do that. (laughs) Um, Okay. So, what else is going on? There has been... I want everybody to be real careful cyber-wise because there's been... the, 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 The attacks are up. It's... It is what we always in the technology field have feared for years. 
it seems like we're in the middle of some great cyber war. State-sponsored attacks, if you've heard that term, folks, it means that countries and governments are sanctioning attacks against other countries' infrastructure in cyber in, with cyber attacks. That is nothing short of warfare. And it's the new way that warfare will take place most likely. It will be, you know, in in the cyber the cyber trenches, if you will, trying to get information that way, trying to destroy infrastructure by hacking into infrastructure. This goes along with what I said about too far, too fast with technology. We become so reliant upon technology that it has become we've we've allowed it to get this far, and now it's become a way to enact war against other people and countries. And so, and it's coming from every angle. I mean, I talk to my clients all the time. I'm talking texts, emails, faxes on fax machines. I mean, if they can find a way to get you to give them information through phishing attacks, so be it. State-sponsored attacks trying to attack infrastructure, we're seeing that. All this going on, while it's become hot and heavy as well, even hotter with the hackers that are just trying to steal your identity. Again, multi-billion dollar business a year. And what that tells you is, if it's multi-billions of dollars a year generated in revenue, which means people's money being stolen, it means it's a successful business. That's what it means. Sad to say, but that's what it is. And you have to be really careful out there in every aspect because we've allowed it to happen. We've allowed it. You have to be even more careful with every email and text and anything you receive. Why? Because we've allowed technology to do this to us. Because nobody thought to put the brakes on and stop it from happening. And so now here we are. So just remain vigilant out there because it's dangerous out there in the cyber world. Very dangerous. And that's going to about wrap up the show for us for this week. I thank you for all for being here. Visit us at www.jmtalk.net. That's the website. And you can also visit us on social media, TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk, Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. Remember, everybody, be nice to one another. Summer's coming, so get ready for summer. But be careful out there. There are motorcycles on the road, and there are kids playing in the streets. And for God's sakes, be careful on the roads. And we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye.